Saints, I'm Brother Ray. Welcome to another episode of Divine Jams Gospel Network Podcast. On this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with gospel recording artist who goes by the name Oni, who will share information about her song, Only My God, now streaming on digital platforms with her debut five-track EP titled Olive. Only a gifted singer-songwriter emerges as a beacon of inspiration and faith in her debut EP, Olive. Raised in a loving Christian household, her musical journey began at a young age at 10 when she joined the church choir. However, her talents extend far beyond music. As she gained recognition for her exceptional reading skills, captivating family and friends. Over the years, Oni devotion to prayer, teaching, and songwriter culminated in the creation of over 300 songs and poems. Her ministry witnessed incredible testimonies, signs and wonders, reflecting God's power at work. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you Oni. Welcome, Oni. Thank you for joining us on the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, Oni, before we play your song, share with the audience what is the purpose of Only My God and what led you to write and record this amazing song. Okay. So, first of all, Only My God is part of a bigger project, which is Olive. So, Olive was a, the, the entire album has to do with my healing process after an abusive marriage that I had to go through. Um, it was not something I was willing to share. It wasn't, it wasn't, to me, it was a part of my life I wanted to forget. Nobody likes to remember, you know, things that give you bad memories. So it was not a part of my life I was willing to share. To me, I just wanted it. By nature, I am the reserved type, so I like to keep my things to myself. So the sooner it was come, the sooner the issues were not discussed, the easier for me, because as far as I was concerned, I wanted to live my life. But then you see that, uh, you know, wanting you to use your life to bless others. And the only way you can use it to bless others is when you release it. It's like sowing, you know. You can't reap until you sow. And the only way you can sow is when you release what is in your hand. So the only way I could use what is in my life to bless others was to release it through songs, you know, to speak about those experiences through songs. For example, uh, God of Victory. When I, when God of Victory was just a song of healing. I had gone through abusive situation. I had suffered a lot of assault, you know. I had gone through a marriage where I was psychologically drained. Um, it was so bad because I could not, it wasn't easy to pinpoint what the person was doing. I had, a, I had some friends that were going through abusive marriages. And, you know, because I was a, lead, a prayer leader, they always would come to me and tell me their problems and I would pray for them. 
but it was difficult for me to share my own issues with them because first of all I was the one praying for them then second of all I wasn't being hit so he wasn't hitting me but the people that I was praying for a lot of them could identify their issues because they were having those physical uh, physical assault which I wasn't having so it wasn't easy my issue was not easy to identify with but it was some, it was issues that only my God could handle Amen. so I remember times I I prayed for others and I would look at myself I would try to share my own issues the only thing God would tell me was I see your situation, it is in my hands, and I'm taking care of it. So I kept understanding from all that I was going through that it was just something that only my God could see. Only my only the God that I saw could see what I was going through. Wow. Only him could understand it. And he was just the only way, only way I could get up. He, he was just the only avenue to it. I was praying for others. But I couldn't share what I was going through. Mm. I wanted to, but when you when I opened my mouth to try to say it, it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But I knew that what I was going through was not okay. Okay, for example, uh, immediately, I, immediately, I mean, first few days after uh, the after I believe after the engagement, you know, one thing. My ex-husband had said was he said a wife is his husband's prostitute that was that was the first uh oh. one of i mean the first few days so that word kind of like hit me i didn't exactly know what it was mm. he was 16 years older than me so uh i felt he was a lot matured in his in in his statement so his statements could mean more than what I thought it meant. Then there was another thing also that he told me. He said, whenever I'm dealing with someone, I especially him, I should try to give him a give him particular preference. So when he said that, you know, I understood it to mean, you know, when I do things, I should give him particular preference. So Every day, as each day went by, as a wife, I tried to give him particular preference. I find out that I am, I am putting myself in the background because I'm giving someone else preference. So I want to cook. I give fair preference to what someone else wants more than what I want. So I keep applying this every day in my life, and I find out I'm psychologically being drained. It looks harmless. But you, I, every day I see myself in a situation where I am in a relationship where you want me to exclude everyone and you are the person that I give particular preference to. Every other person is excluded. So it wasn't, you look at it in the first, in the short run, it looks like nothing. But when you see yourself doing this every day, putting someone else putting someone else's preference before yours every day. Um, you know, um, seeing yourself the way he wants you to see yourself, 
you know, with the kind of statements he's making, you know, you, you put, you see yourself the way he wants you to see yourself. I find out I am kind of like not being who I want to be. I think I'm being who you want me to be. And that's not good for me. That's not safe. I'm looking at myself in the next two, three years. I'm not going to recognize myself. And of course I didn't, you know. With time, I realized I wasn't who I was supposed to be biblically because make, using someone else and giving someone else particular preference in the choices that I make for myself means I'm actually trying to live someone else's life, you know. It looks harmless in the beginning. Everything, all the suggestions looked harmless, you know. Our, we love each other so much, so we exclude others. But you keep doing it every day. Every day. You exclude every other person except him, you know. You want to make choice, you want to eat. You, you eat what you know he wants to eat so you can be him. I'm psychologically drained every day. And I'm praying for people. The more it's as if the more people come to me and tell me their issues and I pray for them, the more God opens my eyes to see my own situation, even though I couldn't share it with others. Because I was it was like you are the one carrying the burden. But God gave me the grace that when I was praying with people, He opened my eyes to see the things that I was going through that. He is seeing them and that he is there for me and that I should, you know, I should continue to trust him, you know. So that was how Only My God came about because Only My God was a situation where, you know, I was looking at the miracles of God and I was also looking at my situation. It looks harmless, but I'm seeing myself, if I continue like this, seven, eight, nine years, I will be someone else. I will not be me. I will be someone else and I will live someone else's life and not my life. And believe me, today I look at my children. I'm seeing the effect of all those statements because he didn't just make it to me. He also made those statements to my children because my children keep giving him preference in everything they want to do. Okay, um, I have a daughter that is so smart but she doesn't want to take student loan and go to a very good school because he does she doesn't want to pay student uh, school lo school loan when, he, when she gets out of school so no matter how i try to talk to her, to her my ex-husband's uh, views seems to have brainwashed her, you know, so that she doesn't listen to what I want her to do or to what I think she should do. She doesn't want to put herself in her shoes. She wants to use someone else's views to view her own world. You understand? So that problem it tickled down to my children. So as much as I tried to not let it happen, 
I had the bigger burden of first of all releasing myself first, getting myself together before I could get my children together. So um, only my dad was a song that I used to kind of like connect to the situations that I went through that no one could see, no one could understand. But it was just God that knew what I was going through. And I had to use the miracles that he did in the Bible, the things that he did in the Bible, the testimonies in the Bible to connect to my situation, to know that if he could do this, he can do this. Wow. You know, if he raised the dead, he could, he could, he could raise my, he could raise me back to life. You know, I went to a psychiatric hospital as a result of this. I stayed in the hospital for, for almost a month. You know, I couldn't talk. I couldn't, you know, I, I wasn't talking. I wasn't taking care of myself. I did not know who, I lost a lot just because I was trying to, you know, put someone else's preference and make them first place than my situation. So I had to go through a lot of detoxification, but that was not until after I got divorced, you know. Then I was able to go through a lot of detoxification because of my mindset. My mindset had changed so much. My mindset had changed, and it was something that only God could heal. Only God could understand how to deal with it and get me out of that situation. Amen. I'm, I'm glad Amen. you got the opportunity to, I can, I can really hear your pain and your hurt and the things that you had to endure. Um, and because of you expressing what you've um, experienced, I really believe when people hear this, they can now put this into perspective on what it means to you and what you wrote this song for. I've had the pleasure of enjoying the track as it relates to my own life and circumstances. So I can understand how you feel in relations to only my God can understand exactly what I had to endure. The title speaks, um, you know, volume. Um, it really truly does. And it sums up again, how um, I've been personally endured and how you personally endured, of course. Um, but let me ask you this, generally speaking, what do you think that people can get out of it um, for themselves um, other than what you experience? What do you think people can get out of Only My God? I believe that the song, uh, it reminds you, it's a constant reminder of the power of God and how fast-stretching God's power can be. For example, you know, where it says, you know, that, you know, who can defy distance? You know, I I know that there is nothing that God cannot do. I have my mom in Africa. There have been so many times, you know, they will call me like, oh, mom is sick, this one, that one. And because I know I serve God, I'll pray for her and believe God that she'll be okay. And before you know it, they will tell me, oh, she's fine. She's good. She's feeling better. So I know that when you listen to only my god it's not just about the distance there is also this issue of especially when it comes to the fruit of the womb 
children, having children, you know. Um, I have, uh, I have witnessed situations where, you know, when we were growing up, we had people that, you know, we knew from the Bible, and I prayed so much to God, and God gave him, gave her um, Samuel. We know about Sarah and the the cries that she made to God. But today we do see technology, you know, coming in, and um, it still doesn't deny the fact that God is still God. He's still um, the God that is able to do all these things and more. I know it is far-reaching to say, you know, to talk about the person that was raised from the dead. But I do believe in so many areas of our life, we all are dead. There are so many areas of our lives that we live that God raised us every day from. There are so many deaths we encounter, we've encountered that God raised us from. For example, like me, I had a dead mindset when I was when I was when I was um, when I was married. When I got divorced, I believe that death left me, and God raised me back to life. I I I believe our finances can be dead, and God can raise your finance back to life. So I know I did put in that God raised the dead. It's still the word of God that He can raise the dead. So if we believe him in that, he's still able to do that. You know, there are so many times I have an uncle that just, I think it was about some months ago, um, he had a prostate cancer. So um, they called me and they told me, oh, he's going, he, the, the doctor wants him to do surgery. I mean, they've been praying along. He's a very good Christian. So they called me. They said the doctor uh, is saying that he has to go to surgery. So I prayed with him. We prayed so much. And uh, um, uh, we believed God. And a few days later, I called back. I wanted to find out what, when, what happened. They said, oh, the doctor said um, he wasn't, after the, the doctor said he, he wasn't doing the surgery again, that they should just go home. So they went home. So I was like, I didn't know whether to be happy, but I know I did put everything in God's hands. And a few days later, he died. So um, I look back and say, oh God, why did he die? But then there are some situations that we don't have answer to. But I also know that after the prayers, the surgery did not go on. So what if the surgery had gone on and he died? Then waste that money and all those stuff, you know? So some things we don't, we really can't say why. But the most important thing is that in it all, he's in it, you know? His name is glorified, you know? In it all, you know, he's, 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 he takes the glory because it's all about him. And if we trust God, there is something out of that issue. There is something out of every situation that God wants you to glorify him about. So Only My God is a miracle song. It's a song that reminds you of God's miracles. It's a, God, it's a song that reminds you to never stop expecting miracles from God. It doesn't mean, you know, sometimes um, someone has 
told me earlier, someone did mention to me, you know, people keep asking for miracles, but you know why miracles has to come? There has to be a problem for miracles to come. So if you're actually asking for a miracle, that means you want a problem. But, well, I don't want to see it that way. I don't want to see it that way. I want to believe God that we all encounter problems day to day. Yeah. So we serve a God of miracles who is meant to take us out of those problems. So Only My God is a song that it's danceable. It may, when I remember it, I want to dance. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to dance and, you know, think of God's goodness and God's miracles and the kind of, and all those wonderful things about God, you know, wow. about all the things that he can do for me. Because sometimes I just want to think about what he can do for me. You know, I've loved him. I just want to know that you can do this for me. You can raise someone on the death on my behalf. You know, you can make the blind to see. You can you can make the dead to 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 be alive. You can make the lame to walk. You know, I want to be reminded of all those things because it makes me understand that I'm not serving a philosophical God. I'm not serving a psychological God. I'm serving a living God. Mm -hmm. So that's what only my God is all about, and that's what I want people to take out of it. And that's well said, Oni. Um, and I mean, you really put it down and it makes absolutely total sense. And uh, I tell you what, I have the track for all to hear. I know you guys are waiting for it. So family, here is Only My God by Oni. Only my God. 
Wow. Only, um, I mean, the song was amazing. I'm sure everyone loved this. Uh, how can listeners get the song and what name is it listed under? Okay, so it's available on YouTube. It's available on all digital stores. It's on Spotify. Um, all the digital stores have it. It's available on my website, solovedstar.com. My social media name is Oninechi Okenwa. I am also on Instagram as Oninechi Okenwa. Amen. 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 Excellent. Um, I I encourage you, family, to connect uh, with Oni, stream her music, and keep her in your prayers as she continues to take that journey as an inspirational singer-songwriter, okay? Um, and any artists we've interviewed in the past or work with can testify, um, it's not an easy journey, and often it's only supported financially by the artist alone. So, Oni, I commend you for the wonderful work. This is beautiful. Um, I, I truly enjoyed it. And Divine Gems is grateful that you uh, spread the gospel through your music. Um, I mean, family, again, check her out. Go to her YouTube. Go to her social media. Her website will be coming up soon. I'm pretty sure she'll have that in her social media platform. So you do want to connect with her. Oni, take us out with your closing remarks. Or do you have a favorite scripture that speaks to your heart? Okay, so Ray, I was gonna point out that I just started um, a nonprofit. Uh, it's called Onis Inc. Uh, it's it's um it's uh, that nonprofit uh, is centered around that talks about feeding the hungry. You know, um, where 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 the Bible, I believe it says, look at the beds in the air and the fowls of the air, who clothes them? Are you not more important to me than this? This nonprofit um, is centered on helping the needy, helping children from abusive homes, um, helping victims of sexual assault and rape, and also for um, immigration services for refugees and immigrants. Um, we do welcome donations. We do welcome uh, any kind of donations that you have. You can go to the website, uh, to my website. The website is um, onlyeverydaywinner.com. Okay, and also I do have a new uh, Christian talk show that I started. It's called Everyday Winner. It shows on Now TV. It's been on since, uh, I believe, the first week of December. So uh, I do invite you to, it comes on every Friday, 3 p.m., 3 a.m. on Now TV. Now TV, okay. So you have about 3 a.m. too. <laughs> Right, right. It's actually very early in the morning, so it's it's a, it's on three a.m. on Now TV. It's titled "Everyday Winner." Uh, my expectation of that show is to use the gospel music 
to draw people to that. So you will also hear only my God there if you do watch that show. Amen. Amen. That's beautiful. And I am so proud of you. And uh, that's amazing, Oni, that you are taking it step by, I call it precept by precept, as the word of God give it to you, you put it into actions. And this is totally um, what I like about um, what you are doing in your ministry. You're not only singing about it, but you're putting it into actions and other media outlets. So that's a beautiful thing. Family, be sure, all right, connect with Oni so that you can get the details and so that you can watch out for her upcoming website. Okay. And you definitely want to go to now TV. I'm going to be there. I'm going to check it out. All right. <laughs> awesome. Oni. I like it. Thank you again for blessing us through your music, your television, your 501. Um, you keep doing your thing, sister, and God certainly will be on you. I just look forward to so much more in the coming days, my sister. And saints, remember Hosea 4, 6 says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. God bless. Hey. I pray this has been an inspiration for you as much as it has been for me. Amen. Amen.